Mm. Her voice sounds like rubbing balloons together. Oh no. Okay. Um, this is episode 14 of the podcast, aka Where's Kyle? Because today in his place we have the other K. It, it, is, it is Kagan. Yeah. Kagan Ryan is a man that I work with who sat in to watch the fantastically frightening flick Green Room and the fantastically fun flick Jason X was the other one we did. Yeah, what was that about Jason X you just said? I was going to say fantastically fun flick Jason X, but the F fell through. Too many Fs. Fell flat. Yeah, it it, it, it tripped me up there. Um, But it's cool. Kyle's not here so we can say, like, incorrect medical things. Like, vaccines cause autism, and you don't need to put rubbing alcohol on that. Some dirt will work, too. Yeah, because I study the soft sciences. Yeah. (laughs) The uh, psychology. Yeah, Kagan is a psych major, so when I'm being really annoying, he starts to psychoanalyze me. Whoa, 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 Christian. Psychoanalysts are people like Freud. They just sit there and watch you. Oh. I like to get engaged. Okay, so when I'm being really annoying, Kagan asks me questions, and then... No, I just get really annoying, too. Okay, <laughs> people at work, those poor people. Um, So, today, this episode, at least, with Kagan, we're going to talk about a movie that is near and dear to both of our hearts. It's, it's so good. It's, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, because it made me feel so uncomfortable. I think the closest level of uncomfortable comparison is when I saw Hereditary the first time. But a completely different, a different type of uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Um, we're, we're talking about green room, and out of the gate, so first time I saw it, I there was a scene that made me pause the movie and sit there, and I was visibly shaking because I was like, I'm not going to be able to finish this movie. And it's not like the movie's anything scary; it's just too too real. Yeah, it hits close to home. Yeah. Or it did until I watched it again. And was like, okay, yeah, so they I- make some awful decisions this entire movie second time through it's not nearly as um intense and honestly i'm gonna put in the same grouping as tusk where the reason it was good the first time was because it was all surprising the second time it's not as good yeah and they're like oh this movie's about people in a band and i'm like oh i'm in a band (laughs) it was me i was in a band and i think that's why both cake and i were so upset watching it is because we both had moments where we're like this could be a nazi compound this band is on tour oh i was on tour (laughs) yeah it's um and I guess just diving right in, let's let's start. Let's moving through our notes. So Green Room is about a touring punk band who is siphoning their way through the West Coast. The ain't rights or the, the aren't rights. rights. I, was that supposed to be like a joke about them not being right wing? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It was, was, it. was that the joke? Um, I think that kind of implies that they're wrong. Kind of Nazis too, though. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. I mean, why else would they have showed up? Yeah. Okay. Like okay. If someone booked a show for any of the bands that I was in was like, yeah, but you're going to be playing for a bunch of Nazis, I would have been like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So just diving right in, because the first like 15 minutes of the movie doesn't really matter. You learn they're a band on tour and they're struggling and they're struggling because they're really not good, even by shitty punk standards. They're not a good band. Yeah, they're not good. They refuse to uh, be on social media, set up any social media presence. Which, in retrospect, probably could have saved their lives. Yeah, for sure. But also, they try to, like... The entire movie, they try to set up this idea that this band is, like, really edgy. When in actuality, you're like, what a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah, they, like... They're trying to be that, like, you're not punk piece X, Y, and Z, and I'm telling everyone. But they're, at the same time, just insufferable. Yeah. 
for sure. Because that, uh, so it movie starts with them meeting up with this guy who has like a gig for him. It turns out to be in a Mexican restaurant, and it's really bad. But he's also like a podcaster, radio host. I guess yeah, that's what a radio host Probably is. Probably a college radio host. Yeah, um, AM podcast. Get a job on ninety one one doing the same thing. WZBT Gettysburg. Wait a minute, do they have their own? Yeah, Gettysburg no. has a college station. No, Isaac had a show. Yeah, I know, but did um, is it like the frat ZBT's radio station, or is it just a coincidence? No, no, no. It's uh, it's usually like alternative stuff. Hmm. That sounds interesting. Let's try to get the show. Yeah, I mean they've got some good shows depending yeah. on who the DJ is. I think uh, was Isaac's good. I don't know. I didn't listen. Probably to you're listening to the Kanye West Hour. Yeah, on I was one one WZBT Gettysburg. I don't know if there'd be a lot of overlap between the music we like and hunt and uh, Isaac. Eh, a little bit. Yeah, he's an odd dude. He's, he's got a, some good taste. He, he knows which end is up. He's an eclectic man. He's got a lot going on. He looks like Getty Lee. Who's that? From uh, Rush. You know what? I couldn't. I could run into all the dudes from Rush and never know really? who they are. You, no, you would notice. You'd, you'd see Getty Lee and you'd be like, this guy's up to something. I, forget, I heard a story about a guy who saw one of the guys from Rush at a bar and they were putting on rush songs on the jukebox and the then, guy from rush was yeah and the only reason he knew he was from rush is because he was drunk at the bar and be like yeah i played guitar on this song and they're like that's uh, the that guitar- guy's name alex something yeah they're like this is the guitarist from rush and no one it's sad but um so yeah there's this uh college radio alex lifeson okay yeah. <laughs> so there's this college radio station this guy's on and he's he's kind of a tool too um and they're crashing at his house, and the next day they play the show, and they get no money, and he's like, well, uh, okay, I have, like, another show you can do at this, like, right-wing skinhead compound down near Portland. Which, where where was uh, Tadpole, the uh, guy who's who runs the radio show? I have no idea. Yeah, where known. were they at? It looked like it was, like, San, San Francisco. Francisco. It did. It was very San Francisco. It was, like, San Francisco, but then he says down to Portland. Down south to Portland. The art rights are from D.C., so that's, like, they're trying to get back to D.C. Is the whole... Okay. But I'm confused. If you're going to take the trip to go drive down to Portland to play a punk show at the Nazis, why don't you just go to Portland and play a punk show literally anywhere else? Yeah. I feel like you could walk into any bar and be like, yo, do you need a band tonight? And they're probably going to be, like... Yeah, if they had the social media presence to do so, they could probably be like, yeah, we're looking for a show. That's true. This this whole movie could have been solved. a show on the way home. Honestly, which we've done plenty of times on tour. Yeah, I mean, Kagan's done this. This has been Kagan's life, sand, siphoning gas. Yeah, there for sure been times where we're like, yeah, we don't have a show and we need to get to the next city. Yeah. It, honestly, I, I think this would be a good movie to show parents, like, a PSA on, like, yeah, why don't they let hate. your kid join a band. I was going to say, like, parents who hate social media, you can be like, this is actually why social media could have saved these children's it. lives. Yeah. That is true, man. This is also every parent's worst nightmare, this movie. Yeah, for sure. Well,. I don't okay so they get to this they get to this Nazi place and there's just a couple of just red flags of weird shit cuz it starts out and they're pretty cool with like the mythos like they're like oh are they sharp Yeah well even the band is like when they, when the guys like yeah you you can go play the show with my cousin uh it's a bunch of Nazis up there the band is like yeah okay yeah, like they they're they, they're pretty okay with it. The they were like time. they were like they sharps, they rash, they're like, nah, mostly right wingers, just don't talk politics and they're like, Okay. Yeah, when they show up they jokingly play uh, Nazi punks by Dead Kennedys. Which I would like I know Which I, if if I were a Nazi I would probably be like, That's funny. It's it's hilarious. It, they, they were so <laughs> mad about it up there, but like in reality, it is a room full of yeah, Nazis. Yeah, I'm sure some and you of the Nazis these, were like, "That's pretty funny." You have four kids, and it's a room full of Nazis. I would laugh. I'm like, mm-hmm. "That's that's pretty ballsy." But at the same time, I'd like to think I would get up there to do that, but I wouldn't. I would be scared shitless. I would be like, "Guys, let's play and bail as yeah. fast as we." I'd can. be like, "Let's actually play 
Nazi songs. Yeah, I would like. I, I would like time <laughs> to learn Nazis like happy. Time, time to learn new screwdriver, and we can just play this and leave. And just can we just learn a couple of Rammstein songs before we go? <laughs> on? Yeah, or just yeah. And they're in. It's basically like a black metal club though, because everyone in it are like in these shirts with the you can't read the the writing. And the one dude's shirt actually just says black metal on the back of it. That's like they they, they couldn't get any rights to just a <laughs> random band, and they're just like, yeah, that's a that black metal. That's what they like. like what right? do you like doing? Dirt bikes. I just like dirt bikes. <laughs> a shirt that just says dirt, dirt bikes. bikes. <laughs> and um, where, where where are we? They play their show and they go back to the green room. So yeah, this is when the movie like really gets going. This Which is- okay, so for the most part, they do a good job of like explaining like yeah, I know this is kind of far fetched, but this is why they're doing it. Like they do a good job of setting up. No one explains why they're loading out in the middle of the show. I'm saying because they don't want to be there. Because it's, it's it's a Nazi club with a no, bunch of... No, they were of... so cool with it when they showed up. They're yeah. like, oh, right, a bunch of Nazis, what's up? I don't know. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. There, there are some glaring plot holes you watch when you watch it again. And uh, Yeah, we didn't talk about The band's not good. No, they're not. The art rights are not good. They're they... not a good band. And not even good by, like, punk standards. Not even, like... Yeah, I mean they're fucking they kick ass as a punk band. Like they're just not good. good. It's it's not it's not like how Gigi Allen wasn't good. Where you're like I can still respect yeah, still the like, energy. Look at him go. No, like the lead singer was like four beats ahead of everybody else. Which gives even more merit to like our point that when they're talk when they're interview when they're doing the radio interview they're like yeah we're not on social media because it's all about energy and and the magic and the live performance but they don't have that like and i think i think they're not on social media because they suck and people will make fun of them that's like hard times are going to write articles about their band yeah just being bad and anthony fantan is going to make fun no, of them they're too. not going to write an article they're just going to use their picture oh no and put like another caption to it i um do you know apes of the state folk punk band up in like harrisburg area the name sounds familiar. They, they, they've been I've heard a couple. of them. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's cool. But no, they've they've been a couple hard times article pictures. So has Handguns a couple times. Who are Handguns? Were Handguns they? is uh, uh, Jake from Common Thief, the band that I was in. Uh, Jake is also the guitarist of Handguns. Wait, Kagan, you were in bands? Oh, yeah. Yeah, plug we, that. We can mention that. Yeah, plug plug your past endeavors. Kagan, Kagan toured Warp Tour and not and not and not like Warp Tour came to Baltimore and he played a show. Like he followed the. We were a catering band. What does that mean? Uh, we got to play on Warp Tour if we made food for everyone. No, that's a thing. Yeah. What food you make? There's. Uh. Well, we each had like a different job. I was. I pretty much did drinks. Once they found out I worked at. I mean, coffee oh, at no. coffee shop. Yeah, I've actually never said where I worked at on this. You can blur it out. Beep it out. Y- yeah, I'll, I'll go back. I have to edit it anyway. Yeah. If you guys haven't figured it out already. Yeah. Uh, once they found out I made coffee for a living, they're like, "Hey, you can just make coffee for everyone." And you're on just on tour too. Did they have anything to make coffee with, or just like a coffee pot? Yeah, no, like, they had Folgers and a coffee pot. No, and they didn't. When we have... made iced coffee. We'd just like brew a shit ton of it and, and just pour it over. It. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think that actually. Be... Not that anyone was drinking too much hot coffee in the summer anyway, but yeah, it's weak water and Kool Aid too. What was it? Uh, didn't Monster give you like a case every day or something? Yeah, uh, I think it was like. a Warped would pay for a case of beer for us every day, a case of water. Monster would give us, uh, like, their tour water. So it's just water in, like, a monster can. That's weird. So it still looked like you are drinking Monster. They're like, look how much this band loves Monster. Oh, that sucks. So, like, in every picture, it looks like you liked Monster, but it's just water. That's kind of genius. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. So, the the, the case of beer thing, did you have a limit? Like, could I be, like, I'm grabbing a case of, like, Trogues? No, they would just drop it off, like, at uh, our lot. 
in quotations, like each each uh, vehicle gets its own number. You okay. Know what I mean, and someone's job is to go around and like drop a case of beer and water off at this at your lot every day. That kind of be at a your cool parking job. spot every parking spot every day. Because like everyone's always happy to see you. Yeah, it's the beer guy. Yeah, it's the beer and water guy. Yeah. So, like, but, like, if if you were like, hey, I want a case of Trogue's Perpetual IPA, no. like a $50. No. no you get whatever they have. Oh, that sucks. What if it's, like, Coors? You drink it. Oh, I hate Coors. That's one beer I will not drink. I will drink Coors. Really? Yeah. No, I, I've drank, I, I used to drink 40s in, in, like, college for fun, and I still wouldn't drink Coors. You drinking Mickey's? I actually, Mickey's, Mickey's. Fucking so, white people. Okay, so I have the uh, list of the best 40s where it was, um, Cold 45 was the top. Cold 45 was really good still. Yeah, Cold 45's all right. Like, Cold 45 still holds up, I think. For I like make a, a point to be trashy, though, so, like, the top of my list is, like, Hurricane. Oh, my God. Like, I don't actually, whatever I don't, the beer is that has a Cobra on the front of it. I think it's Cobra. Cobra. Yeah, I don't think I actually ever had a Hurricane. Um, I know steel reserve is foul it's awful steel reserve i don't know how that's yeah i don't even think i can drink steel reserve steel reserve's foul old english is weirdly sweet also because the name is steel reserve i just imagine that there's like chunks of metal floating around in my beer i don't know why it tastes like it too kind of it i don't know how it tastes it always puts me in the mind of 9-11 for some reason oh i don't know why but i look at steel reserve and it looks like there's just two towers on and i'm like this is weird you poor poor thing Uh, Good God. No, but Steel Reserve's foul. Old English is weirdly sweet. Mickey's is good. Cold 45's fine. Yeah, Mickey's not... Mickey's isn't bad. I just... Every time I drink it, I'm like, I'm so painfully white. I feel like I'm in House of Pain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what they drank, because there's a shamrock on it. Is that Everlast? What? Is that Everlast from House of Pain? Or is that a different white guy that raps? I have no idea who you're talking about. I think of Everlast like the boxing thing. No, Everlast the guy... uh, then you really might know what it's like. That guy? No, I have no idea. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, um, yeah. Do you know what? Uh, House of Pain did a song with Street Dogs. Street, no. Yeah, Street Dogs, uh, the, the band from the original lead singer, the Dropkick Murphys, they got the guy from the House of Pain to, like, rap over or something. Weird. Did you know the lead singer Thin Lizzy's also in, like, a hardcore band? No. Yeah. She, no Ice T's in one of the best hardcore bands? Yeah, didn't they win, like, no, that's it. Code Orange was super pissed off because like Ice T won like a Grammy. Ice T Ice T's a hardcore band. Body like, Count won a Grammy. Yeah, they won a Grammy. Like it was like Body Count. Uh, I want to say it was like it was Body Count, Code Orange, uh, probably like Mastodon, someone else up for like so hardcore. Metal album of the year, hardcore like, last year. It metal? wasn't hardcore. Like, oh. It's not like Grammys. Like no, I was gonna they, say, if they can get like the Grammys, Grammys a hardcore, hardcore category, is. I think horror movies. No, they're just Oscar. like. Hard rock or whatever. Hard rock body count feet. That's really yeah. funny. And no. Code Orange definitely should have won because if you haven't listened to uh, fuck, what is the name of that album? Uh, I don't think I've ever listened to any Code Orange. Yeah, listen to Code Orange. They're they're rad. No, um, I didn't realize Body Count was the band that started the whole debate over music censorship with Cop Killer. Really? Yeah, they were like the people who started that, like concerned parents or whatever. That, I would uh, just blame that on Al Gore's wife the entire time. Oh, that was her, wasn't it? Yeah, Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. Oh, I never put them together. Yeah. Tipper Gore, Al Gore's I think wife. I I don't know. I don't know. But I don't even know if Tipper Gore is a woman. I just know that don't trust Tipper Gore with your music. I mean, don't trust anybody over, I think, like 40 with your music. Even like Jill Biafra, I wouldn't trust him with my music. Mm. I trust my Nana with my music. Really? Yeah, oh, that's dude, Nana showed up so many comedy shows. 
Aww. And she throws down, too. <laughs> Nana's in the pit beating people with her walker. Yeah, Nana throws down. That's pretty She's cool. She's spry. Yeah. Um, not as spry as these kids, though, who are stuck in the green room because at one... Wow, we're back on this. Oh, dude, that was yeah. such a good transition. That was a 10-mile walk around to get back to where they're loading up to leave, and the girl, Sam's like, I forgot my phone in the... Oh, Anton Yelchin. I can't remember his name in the movie. Wait, which one's Anton Yelchin? He's the one that looks like me. Oh, the lead singer who died. No, no he's the... Uh, oh, no, no, guitarist. No. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that the guitarist for Green Room died. Like, I heard about it, and Kagan reminded me. Oh, yeah, he's the bass player. Oh, bass player? maybe from... Uh, oh, she's the guitarist. Yeah, from Arrested uh, Development. Arrested Development is yeah. the guitarist. Yeah, it's a bummer because he's the dude who lives through the movie, and then he... Yeah, and then his uh, Jeep, I believe like fell out of gear and ran over him in his driveway yeah i remember hearing about that i didn't put two and two together that green room it was that green room where the guy dies but he runs back in to um get maybe's phone sam's phone and sees this just dead nazi on the ground with a knife in her head and again i'm saying i would like to think i would call the cops but my reaction would be wholeheartedly like yo i didn't see anything please let me leave yeah i probably would have faked laughed at it <laughs> look uh see ya yeah well and then like he's putting a lot of like credence to a dead nazi though like i would not be putting my life on the line for a dead nazi i'd be like this is cool whatever like oh look at that look at that uh not to go yeah i'm out guys have a good day but i would have right away been like i didn't see anything but he grabs the phone he makes a like big and concerted effort to be like i'm calling 911 why would you announce that you're calling 911 that is a keep your head down you leave i don't know man i wouldn't have like look everyone likes to pretend that they know what to do when they see a nazi but they're fucking scary. They, yeah, they're, they're straight not, up scary. No, man. I, I, okay, I will agree with you, except for that one who always went to that. I'm not gonna say the name, but that one place that kind of started the punk scene again. Okay, there was always that old Nazi who showed up. Dude, there used and to be this like guy. Uh, something. When I grew up in uh, Johnstown, there used to be this guy that would ride around in like a big leather duster mm. on this like uh, like wind. I don't know what they're called. Like this big like travel motorcycle, and it was purple. It had a sound system in it, but this guy would drive around in a big, like, leather jacket with a Nazi armband. Just, like, just blaring German techno. That's a weird... Yeah. So, I wonder if he was, like, one of those weird... Have you... Okay. I don't know, but the the only... the, The closest I ever got to him was probably, like... 15 20 feet away and he pulls up on his butt on his motorcycle with another guy in the back he's got he's dressed all in leather with his with his armband on guy gets off the other guy's wearing like sweatpants and like new balance sneakers they hug each other and the other guy walks into the pet store no no they hug each other nazi salute and the other guy walks into the pet store and the biker nazi drives away so okay that was actually kind of segueing what i was going to say i don't know if you know this i remember this from my time on like tumblr in, in college when i was still into like that like the the good skinhead punk rock the like the leftist oi the sharp stuff like the oppressed and all that there was a weird overlap and it's, it's such a weird thing to say of fetish nazis where there's all of these nazis who are into weird gay fetish kinks yeah, I believe that. Yeah, it's so weird, though. You wouldn't expect it. They're like, yeah, we're hanging out. We're all shining each other's boots. Oh, and we tied up Yaga in his braces. The elastic can only move so much when we start rubbing his body. It's like all this weird, like, fan fiction pictures like that. Because I spent a lot of time looking at this because it was like... It wasn't even like a car wreck kind of thing where you couldn't look away. It was straight fascination. Like what I imagine... Uh, so you were watching Nazi fetish porn? I was not watching it. I was reading it. Okay. But it's what I imagine What's-Her-Face when she was with the gorillas was feeling. 
Wait, what? Do you remember that lady who like hung out with the gorillas the eight? Oh, Jane the Goodall. Yeah, that's how I imagine she felt. So you're just gonna show up to a, like a Nazi <laughs> leather sex party and take notes? Yes, it's so strange. So I think that's what that guy in your town was doing because it seems like that. Okay, so you don't think he was an actual Nazi? You think he was just like, yeah, this is cool? I think he was actually a racist, but he was more into like for definitely like, a racist. for like the fun sex stuff. Whatever. Where were we? Good God. Dead uh, Nazi. So he walks in and sees the dead Nazi. Yeah. And, and he calls the cops. And just acts like a little hero. And then he runs out of the... Does he run out of the room? Yeah, he's running out with like the phone call going. Yeah, so he like his band's like, oh, what's going on in there? And they usher the entire band back into the room. Mm-hmm, with the dead Nazi. Where they see the woman who's been stabbed in her head, by the way. Yeah, and then maybe, like, are you sure she's dead? <laughs> And the guy's just, like, pulling the yeah, body pulls, across yeah, her. He's, he's like, like, I yeah, think she's, she's dead. she's definitely dead. There's a knife sticking out of her, her head. Man, fucking melon. It had to have been the big guy to do the stabbing, because to put a knife through a cranium, Yeah, the big guy, lot. Worm, is his name. Worm is his name? Good God. Which Worm. I'm assuming is spelled with a U and an umlaut <laughs> at the top of it. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah, that's his verm. It's, it's not a W, it's actually just two Vs. <laughs> He's a huge dude. Yeah, he's a big guy. Big, scary guy. Oh, Worm was the dude with the long hair. No, Worm is the guy that has, like, the sideburns. Oh, we're, 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 okay. He's a big dude. He's the one with the shirt that just says black metal. Is that him? Yeah, that was him. (laughs) He's the one that, uh, at one point he looks at, uh, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, he's like, uh, what's the name of your second to last song? And the guy's like, fucking. I don't know what he said. Oh, Toxic Evolution. Toxic Evolution. The guy's like. It's fucking harsh. <laughs> That's what I did her to. And then, first off, you should have right then and there been like, I don't trust these Nazis because they think our music was good. Yeah, but I for sure would have been like, yeah, hey, thanks, it. man. Yeah, no, I would have been like, That's cool. You know what you should do to bands you like? Let them go. Yeah. But- oh, you like that song? Can I leave? <laughs> I can make more of those songs. You don't even need to pay me at this point. Honestly, like, I would have given, in that scenario, I think I would have given the money back instantly. Been like, just let me leave for the love of God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have, I, I, I am not in any way, shape, or form a hard guy. I am not a tough man. No, I don't trust myself in any situation, really. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm going to do in any situation. That's what I'm saying. I, I would like to think if my friends' lives were at stake, like in this scenario, I'd be able to like nut up and do something. But in the beginning, before everything goes south, I would have very much been on the train of let's just leave and Yeah, I definitely proved it. myself wrong in every situation. I'm like, look, I'd do something about it. And no, then something happens, no. I'm like, ah, yeah, you're scared. No. But then also when you're like, yeah, you should probably chill out. I'm like, like no, really, yeah, don't handle it well. See, yeah, that's that's the issue. If I'm ever told that I should chill out, it's still probably the wrong thing I should be doing. Like, yeah, I'm not I mean, doing the right thing. And that's the scenario. other night we went to trivia, and I had a burger that I thought costed too much. And I oh lost no! Kagan in front of the waitress was like, "This is a thirty dollar burger." Wasn't thirty dollars? The burger was fifteen. Kagan just got like two really expensive beers at this place. They were the cheapest beers on the menu. Is the problem? Yeah, but any place you go where the brewery is in-house, they're going to be like $5 on the Yeah, but bed. you know your audience, right? I That's came in true. here today and you're like, you want a PBR? And I'm like, is that a joke or... I, I, you know what? Yeah, um, that these are leftovers from the Carson and Kyle episodes because Carson's like, let's get a bunch of beers. And I'm like, I don't want to spend any real money on beer. So we got pounders and Kyle didn't drink any of them because we had to wake him up. Speaking so- of PBR, the beer of the punks. So they're in this room. Where yeah, the oh my God, we're so in, bad. That's been stabbed in the head. Uh, well, we've like zoomed past this because we're at the point where they leave because there's like I love that song. Oh yeah, so Worm Vam. says that he really likes the song that uh, aren't aren't rights. The aren't rights, toxic aren't evolution. Rights. Yeah. Uh, okay, 
So it brings me back to a thing. The first thing they say when these guys come into the room is, why did you not lock the door? How? The guy's like, oh, I thought you were standing by the door. How are you going to murder someone and not have the first thing you do is slide that deadbolt? Yeah, that's a funny, like, odd couple situation where they're like, why didn't you lock the door while we were stabbing this Nazi woman in the head? Like, I do the most innocent things and I'm still like, lock the door. Yeah. So the other Nazis are like congregating outside of the room and they're like yeah we need to figure out what's going on in this room because the cops are coming because yeah because anton yashin called the police and they're like yeah we're definitely going to show up because he said someone got stabbed so the other nazis find they start talking amongst themselves and the guy's like well, what do you need for me to help and the guy says i need two i need a true believer so we can stab him and the cops can be like oh yeah that's the guy that got stabbed but the other guy's like how about two true believers and yeah. he finds these twins yeah they're twin nazis yeah and one stabs the other. And, and he has, like, a champ. Yeah, he does. He's like, I, I would have been crying. Impressive. Yeah. How well he was stabbed. I would have cried. Yeah. Honestly, little littlest things. I burn myself at work, and I'm like, I'm going to go back, guys. He has a talent for being stabbed. Yeah, which is worrying. But, like, you which knew- you don't know, maybe, Christian. Maybe you do have that talent. That's have you sh- ever been stabbed? Uh, Yeah, actually, myself. I um was... I was Ooh, tri- uh, we should probably talk about that off air. <laughs> no, I was trying to, like, get this uh, stripped screw out. And I, like, covered a, like, one of those, like, zip popper tools, because, like, that's a thing I have, with, like... Oh, super... like one of, like, the loop things? Yeah, 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 those things. But on the other end of the loop thing, there's always, like, a needle point. And okay. I was, like, I wrapped it in a rubber band to get, like, grip, and then I put super glue on it, and it, when I was wrapping it, it, like, slipped and went into my thumb, like, downward. Okay. And it was one of those moments that it went to the edge, and I was just looking at it, and I'm like... That's well, kind of really pretty hurt. much in his guts. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely was not as bad as my thumb stab. Yeah, and he does. They do the like they do the old uh, Nazi head to head. They do the scream like they did. They're like, hey, you got to stab me right here. That's where you that stab exactly someone if you don't want to hurt him. Stabs him, yeah. And uh, the cops show up with like four squad cars because apparently yeah, they get because called. the cops probably know about this Nazi compound in the woods. That is, man, the end of this movie, I want to know what comes out afterwards, because you know those politicians in that area are like, wait, we had a legit Nazi compound with, like, ten dead bodies. No, at the end of it, the the politicians in the area are like, yeah, we knew about the Nazis. I thought you guys were all cool with that. (laughs) Probably, actually. Apparently, like, rural Oregon and rural Washington is not a fun place for, um... Anybody. Keep Portland weird and full of Nazis. Nazis, yeah. Oh, where are we? Um... Kids get stabbed. Okay, cool. So, yeah, the fake stab, and now they're in the thing. Uh, there's a big elephant gun. I don't even know what it was. It was like the dirty, hairy... Uh, it was... I don't... It's a three fifty-seven. I'm assuming, because Definitely they, they keep talking about how big the cartridges are. Cartridges are because the there are only five time. in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this guy goes on, off on the spiel about how big his gun is, and at some point, the band bum-rushes him. Yeah, gets then, the gun. Yeah, they get the gun. Uh... The one band member who they bring up early in the movie does jujitsu, which I think is kind of like, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, chill out, jujitsu. I wonder who the guy was who got bullied in high school. <laughs> Probably him. Yeah. And um, he's in an arm bar, large Nazi, which I'm saying this guy he has in the arm bar is a shaven Sasquatch. Is he's the a big guy. Describe he's a big guy. He's like six. He's like Ben Kissel. As a Nazi. He's a big guy. They call him Big Justin. No, that's the name they call him, Big yeah, Justin. So Big when your Justin name is, is Big name. Justin, you're not a tiny guy. Yeah, but or, or you are, and it's real funny. That's true. <laughs> and they have him in an arm bar, and like, um, Darcy is the head skinhead played by Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Which is the Darcy. What a name. And he's outside, and he's like, mm, the, the, cap, the cap 
the Picard voice, really. My guess is that they were playing off of Darby Crash, and they're like, yeah, that guy's actually a Nazi, too. I was going to say, isn't Darby Crash actually a Nazi? I think, kind of. Yeah, a lot of people don't like him. But yeah, I think the, the director of this movie was kind of overtly like, I know punk rock. Yeah, it was it was cool, because you definitely tell he knew it, but he was really trying to be like, I know I, Well, what I'm guessing is he was like, the entire time he was trying to like, hey, you guys should, or, or whoever wrote the movie was like, hey, you guys should do this. And they are like, yeah, yeah, all right, shut up. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 make sure you mention that, because it'd be <laughs> neat. Yeah, because there's the one dude who keeps going about how the the, uh, the Misfits would be his, like, Desert Island band. Oh, yeah. That's, That's another dumb. theme in the entire movie, is that they keep, like, revisiting the idea of, from the interview that they do uh, with the college radio station, is what their, like, Desert, Desert Island, Island band. band would be, like, what the last band you would listen to, and they keep giving bullshit answers the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Like, until shit hits the fan. And then they give real answers, like, at one point, when every, after, okay, we'll get to that, because, so... We can kind of speed through a lot of it because there's a lot of exposition in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, it's called until... Green Room for a reason. Like, yeah. They spend a lot of time in this room just, like, doing nothing. And until everything goes south, it's a slow movie. And so, yada, yada, yada. Um, Patrick Stewart's getting everyone out of the building. Then he's getting, like, the real Nazis in because they have the red yeah, laces. Yeah, so he gets the Nazis with the red laces. Meaning they spilled blood. They, uh, they talk the band into giving up the gun that's in the room. <laughs> And this is the part that's about to come up where I had to pause the movie the first time I watched it and just breathe deeply. Hands down the gnarliest part of the entire movie. Honestly, whoever did the special effects in this movie deserves an award because there comes, there is a boom, boom, boom moment of just disgusting. Remember when I said you should maybe show your parents this movie as a PSA? Don't at the same time. Yeah, because it's bad. So they go to hand the gun through the door to um, Patrick Stewart because it's like unregistered, and he's like, mm, "I could just say a band came in with an unregistered gun and hurt one of my men." Basically, Patrick Stewart's gonna like spin it on them. Yeah, so, so he talks them into giving up the gun without the cartridges, though. That's like the caveat. Yeah. He's like, "We'll give you the gun. We're keeping the bullets." Yeah. So cartridges. Anton Yelchin keeps the rounds, hands the gun, <laughs> goes to hand oh. the gun. Oh, and while they're fighting, Justin, speaking of before, when they put him in the arm bar, they like kick out this panel, like the vents. Yeah, so you can out, see like, through. Bend it. the vents. So while Anton Yelchin's handing the gun out, this Nazi girl who's also in the room... That Her name's Amber, that, yeah, because she doesn't really play a part in the beginning. It's not till later. She yeah, this she, okay, she was the friend bird. of the girl who got stabbed in the head, and that's all you need to know. That's really all she is in the movie. So while Anton Yelchin's holding the gun, going to hand Patrick Whoa. Stewart the gun, she notices out of the vent that there are some... Red laces. Doc Martens with red laces in them, Which, and yeah. some cuffed up jeans which like if you know anything about nazis are really fashionable and they are really fashionable because uh, they love their expensive hugo fred Paris, hugo boss yeah and nazis like to have their laces if you're just a normal nazi you get the white laces for white power but if you're like a nazi nazi you get the red laces because it means you spilled blood yeah, for and the yellow cause. laces mean you're jaundiced yeah, there's a there's a meaning for all of the laces but then there's the issue because then you know who else likes to use red laces the red and the anarchist skinheads rash. Oh, because they, communism. She probably worked that out between the two of well, them. Well, y- you know what I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think something needs to be done about the Nazi ones, and I think they're the people to do it. But um, so the Amber's the skinhead's name, and she's like, "Oh my God, wait, no, don't yeah, do so it." Yeah, she sees the boots, and it's too late because Anton Yelchin has his hand out the door. And uh, you just hear gnarly. It sounds like if you were just slapping a pound of beef. Is yeah, the noise. have you ever gone to a grocery store and either been a child or seen a child, like, and you're just given this hamburger in the deli aisle to what for? <laughs> I hate this because I'm picturing baby Kagan slapping ground beef. But that's the noise it was. It was a gross, just like... Yeah, it wasn't a nice noise. That, oh, and... 
Anton Yelchin's just like screaming his head off. Yeah, so finally he falls back into the room and the door gets shut and the Nazis have the gun and Anton Yelchin's hand is falling off. His, it is disgusting. There are five giant welts on his arm. Yeah, and at the wrist it's held on by pretty much the bottom part of his tiny, skin. Yeah, inner wrist meat. Like his his bones through, you can see both sides. Yeah. And while this is going on, Judicio Dude just destroys yeah, the Big entire time Justin, he's got big Justin in an arm bar and he just pops that elbow. Dislocates up. dislocates his elbow. And then um Big Justin's now like, I'm gonna kill you all and uh they get him. Yeah, so down. while it's happening, just yeah, Justin's like, even though my arm is not attached, I'm gonna yeah. Again, I would be passed out. So Jujitsu guy gets him in a, in a rear naked choke. And starts choking him, and he's like, ah, "I think I got him." Nope. No, if he's big Justin lot. wakes up because he's a big guy, and because it, it takes like fifteen minutes to choke someone out. Yeah, he's got a thick neck. Yeah, and, and uh, so he starts choking him again, and maybe looks at uh, Jujitsu guy, and she's like, "How long does it take to choke someone out?" And, and uh, before Amber, he Amber gets has a, a way chance to, speed to answer, it up. yeah. Oh my god! Am- while he's choking Justin to death, Amber opens Justin's stomach up like if you cut a bag of flour. Yeah. It just splits open with this box cutter. She's a box cutter, and she oh. goes from she unseams him from nave to chops. It is disgusting and foul, and the special effects in this movie are fantastic. But this man is now dead. Yeah, he's There's dead. Not not really coming back from that one. And if he's not, he's not happy. Yeah, if he's not dead, yeah, give him about five minutes, and he will bleed out or die from advanced infection because he is splayed open on a floor that I imagine has not been vacuumed in a couple of years. So I guess after they give the guys the gun, they like leave the room or whatever, and they don't know what's going on with yeah. Justin. The Nazis are just kind of like whatever. They go out. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll deal with that later. They're inside <laughs> there. They're not going anywhere. It's, they are not going anywhere. They are stuck in that room. So at that point. Uh, the Nazis go outside, and they meet up with one of the other Nazi guys who has a Pit slew of not of fighting... About three. Of Nazi fighting dogs. Yeah, he has to train them in German, that too. That only answer to German but commands. It, I, I didn't realize it. I thought when I first saw that they were German shepherds. They were pit bulls. No, they're pit bulls. Yeah, that's dumb. You would expect if you are going to train them in German, might as well just get German shepherds at well, that Christian, point. Christian, I don't think breeds are specific to what language they can understand. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're going to be this dumb Nazi and like hold up the fatherland to that yeah, you point get, where you, you get speak there, him you in get, German, you might as well just German get... Shepherd. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You, Oh, man. And um, this is all going on. And... They realize that at one point the power went out and they see a light down below the green room. Mm. And they don't really know what it is, but there's a bit later it kind of goes on that. Um, where are while, while the dogs are, uh, while they're like beating up the dogs outside that light that you're talking about, yeah, they bust they, open the floorboards and they find a drug operation, a, a room that is used to package, heroin. manufacture. It's, it's, it's heroin. They do their drug stuff. Why they kept their heroin operation in the green room, the place where you bring all of the randos to hang out, is beyond me. Yeah, it's another thing that doesn't. A really big make plot sense. point. I feel like I would keep that away from the randos. Yeah, but they do. It's there, and they're like, "Whoa, this is a drug operation." Amber's like, "I didn't know about this." Yeah, yeah. Definitely. While they're while they're in the heroin dungeon. They find uh, Tiger, the lead singer, finds a roll of duct tape. Dude, I'm glad so, you've caught these names because I've seen the movie a couple times. Yeah, I don't know why you put this the second time. I don't really want to see the third. So, so. he climbs back. They all climb back upstairs, and Tiger brings the roll of duct tape, Ugh. and he takes the towel off of Anton Yelchin's arm, and then duct tapes it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, but uh, I think arms being too uh, 
forgiving with what is left. It is a it is a it's, chopped meat. Yeah, it's it's appendage. Borscht. It's borscht. Borscht is a beet based soup. No, but have you ever seen it? Does it look like an arm chopped it up? It looks like soup. Yeah, that arm didn't look like soup. It just looks like someone it, it, chopped an arm with a machete. Mushy. It's, it's, it's bad. It's regardless. I wouldn't want to have that arm. But yeah, they wrap that in a very shoddy duct tape job, which is the most egregious part of the movie, honestly. So after uh, Tiger duct tapes Anton Yelchin's hand back up, they're trying to decide what they should do. Being in the green room, and they're like, "Oh, well, how do we do with this whole?" Yeah. yeah, we found ourselves in a pickle again, gang. Yeah. Well, and this whole time, uh, Anton Yelchin with his arm is just saying these weird like phrases from the get go. He's been like speaks like yeah, they don't make a lot of sense. He's not really an old man, but he speaks like an odd dude. Yeah, like at one point he he refers to his dude getting shot as you really flabbergasted him. Yeah, yeah, which is not 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 the meaning, but um. Anton Yelchin's like loopy talking because he's in shock and he's telling a story about them paintballing but everyone's like we don't really care about your paintball story but it comes into play later and they eventually agree that they just have to like rush out and deal with whatever because they're gonna die anyway so might as well take their chances they rush out um the drummer gets got no 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 No, the lead lead singer Tiger Tiger gets gets eaten by a dog which was another kill that I was very uncomfortable with it was rad and then the drummer tries to go out a window yeah, and, and gets just he gets stabbed. Just stabbed hard. is a nice way to put that. He gets chopped, and that's another kill where I was uncomfortable because this Nazi like ejaculates. Probably he's just like whoa, wowzers. <laughs> 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 he was so happy about it, and he was like, "Yo, you got to stop cutting on this. Does not look like self defense anymore." Yeah, and because that's the whole thing. The point of this is they're going to say this band came in and tried to rob us and stuff, and we had to kill them in self defense. Yeah. Again, though, this would not hold up any investigator or cop who comes and looks at these bodies they're like at no point does this like this was self-defense yeah so of course the nazis at some point will probably have to be like just because we're nazis we can't have political opinion oh yeah they're gonna go to court and be like this is discrimination against the (laughs) the uh melanin challenge we all have alopecia (laughs) (laughs) we have whole alopecia but none of them are completely bald except for patrick stewart some of them have full heads of hair. There was a one dude who was so a proud boy. He had like the R haircuts. Nazis really rank themselves in terms of how little hair you have. <laughs> That's exactly because then the dudes with the red laces are completely shaven though. Yeah, they're like, look at how hairless this guy is. He, is. he definitely is the pinnacle of, of human the, guy, the master race. For some reason, they lost hair. Look how aerodynamic this guy is. <laughs> aerodynamic. That's what it is. They're trying someone they can run. Okay. Um, so while the dog, the dog eats tiger. Uh, the other guy gets stabbed. Uh, dog grabs onto Amber, the Kagan's girlfriend. Oh God, she's she's adorable, man. but she's a Nazi, so we gotta you have to account for that. Yeah, I'd probably like to say backhanded comments to her the entire time. You know, boy, you look really cute for a Nazi. Yeah, what? I'm a- back. Oh, I love how long you're letting your bangs get, but the rest of your hair <laughs> grow. They give the dog some constructive feedback, though. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Amber's getting attacked by the same like, the same dog. Well, you should like constructive feedback slide feedback. Uh ha! Because they shove the microphone into the amp and it goes. Ooh, yeah, so the, the dog, dog doesn't like it. No, not and a fan. Neither did I. Yeah, so the dog gets scared off, and uh, so Anton Yelchin maybe and Amber, Amber run uh, back to the who green looks room. a lot like Grimes if you've ever heard of Grimes. <laughs> they run back into the green room. And which they do a lot 
during. There's they, about three times they, where they keep leave. Scooby Doing back into the <laughs> same room. Zoinks, guys! <laughs> they they do. They they go back to the green room. So they go back to the green room, and while maybe uh, Anton Yelchin and Amber are inside the green room, Daniel Daniel, who is Tadpole's cousin. Tadpole yeah. is the, the uh, interviewer yeah. from the uh, beginning yeah, they, of the movie. It's his cousin. Tadpole's like, yeah, Daniel's gonna set up this gig for you guys. Yeah. So Daniel shows up and with another skinhead. With another skinhead named Jonathan, who they're How did you catch all these names? Boy, I don't know, man. Dude. It's impressive. I don't know. That's I'm I'm alright with names. Yeah, I guess. But uh so Daniel's there and he's like, What's going on? What <laughs> is happening here? And they're like, Yeah, well, we gotta take care of this band. They stab your girlfriend in the head. <laughs> And and none Daniel, of them were stabbing anybody in the head. They were Daniel's all so like, tiny. What? <laughs> so Daniel's like, Jonathan, we gotta go help. What so the, only Daniel and Jonathan brute, go in. Brute squad? Brute squad, something like that. Yeah. And high five. It's so dumb. Uh, so Daniel and Jonathan go in. Machetes raised. Yeah, they go in with their machetes, and Patrick Stewart gives them their Nazi rules again. He gives them A their, lot of rules for the Nazis. Yeah, they this. do that. They like their rules. Even like, if they don't follow them, they're like, yeah, we had rules the entire time. Yeah, because like at one point, they're like, if you shoot, keep them in tight groupings, you're going to have to dig the slugs out of the walls. Like, yeah, I feel like they're very loose rules. I think they're just kind of like, yeah, keep your... They're basically trying to get it so when the cops come investigate this Nazi compound, they're not going to find anything suspicious. I mean, I think that's the reason why Nazis are still around, because they probably are like, hey, people don't like us, and we gotta... Ooh, you know what I think the reason Nazis are still around for... Why? Uh, why do you think the police aren't investigating white supremacists? Are the police white supremacists? Shh. Daniel and Jonathan go into the green room and don't do anything, by the way. They just They're come like, in. Get into the green room real easily. Shh. Look, Jonathan's ready to fight. And well, Daniel... maybe sprays them with a with a oh, yeah. fire extinguisher. <laughs> Second time. So they're both just covered in fire extinguisher dust. They're probably happy. They're really white. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. They're like, yeah, it's a good look for us. <laughs> but they're like, uh, what's going on? Like, they, they're they the first pair of Nazis to ask questions. They really are. They're the first people in there, too. Like, they walk no in and Daniel's like, hey, my girlfriend was stabbed in the head. Like, what's happening? What's up? And Amber's like... Well, then you find out why Daniel's acting so cavalier about the whole idea is that Daniel doesn't want to be a Nazi anymore. And that's not confirmed. He just wants to get out of that group. Yeah, but he was going to turn them... Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. So Daniel was like, uh, I know that this band didn't just stab my girlfriend in the head for no reason. And uh, Amber's like, yeah, uh, Worm did it. Verm did it. Verm, yeah. And Daniel's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like, ah, uh, okay. I was and then he tells Jonathan to leave, and Jonathan does. <laughs> Honestly, I'm saying, if I'm a Nazi leaving a Nazi group, and there's a dude next to me who just witnessed me being like, I'm going to leave this Nazi group, I would have been like, look over there, neck chop with the machete. But yeah. he's just like, Jonathan, go. And Jonathan's like... But they're brute squad. They're boys. So Jonathan's like... Aw, nuts. I got you, Daniel. Jonathan's so, like a baby, too. Daniel so, is... Yeah. Jonathan's adorable. He's this little little, little baby boy. He's like, aw, nuts, Jonathan. Names. White names. <laughs> very, very white, generic white people names. Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan. Daniel. Dar- Darcy's yeah, a weird not one. a Jamal in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Understandably so. Uh, but, um, yeah, so <laughs> Jonathan gets out, and he's like, I don't know, they're just talking in there. He says, Worm did it. And then Darcy, Patrick Stewart, is like, this is a bad development that you shouldn't talk about. And where does he even go from here? Uh, well, Daniel's like, I'll get you guys out of here. Oh, yeah. I guess. 
I don't think Daniel cares anymore because he found out his girlfriend's been stabbed in her head. Yeah, that kind of ruined it a bit, I think. So they run back into the into the bar room, and Daniel's like, yeah, we got an advantage because I know where they keep the... And before he can finish his <laughs> sentence, he gets shot in yeah. his melon. Yeah, he is half his face is missing. Yeah, you so know what? I'm going to say, of all the gore in the movie... I think getting shot in the face was the most tame part because it, it just kind of takes a chunk of his yeah, cheek. Yeah, just kind of like craters. Yeah, you would expect them just to be like, let's just make his head explode. Like, yeah, after all the head stabbing and arm snapping and you they just go, they just go slashing like, out. Just stick scanners with it, just like. Isn't that cute? Yeah, no, they just kind of just chunk his cheek out, but he's 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 definitely dead. Yeah, so Daniel gets his head blown off, and I think some more shots are fired. I think. Anton Yelshevich. Uh, yeah, the guy, like, with the shotgun, like... Gets neck gets chopped. Gets the gun, ch- like, knocked out of his hand, and gets his neck chopped, and... Yeah. Uh, who who chops him in the neck? Anton Yelchevich, whatever his name is. Anton Yelchin? Yeah, because he says, holy moly, again, with his weird sayings. Oh, holy moly. Oh, jeez, oh, Rick. So, after that, they run back to the green room again. again. God... And, and no, so, maybe he's dead now. We skipped that. Is maybe dead at this point? Because this is where they, because they originally, they kill the guy and they're like, now we have guns, so we're good. And they go to so rush they go outside. outside and there's a lot of Nazis out there. With a lot of guns. Yeah. And maybe gets eaten by a dog too. Yeah, that, that dog, man. That's a really distressing part because you don't really think about a dog that way. Yeah, I like dogs. Yeah, I don't really like seeing this. But they'll eat you. If they're pit bulls and trained in German. Yeah, they'll eat you. Yeah. Yeah, they're really not doing the whole pit will breed any favors. So, uh, no, they're not. No. People are like, oh, they're such sweet dogs, but... Have you ever watched Green Room? They keep eating people, guys. Yeah, that's a bad hot take. Because <laughs> even in this one, you know whose fault it is? The Nazi Derek. Hot take, dogs will eat you if you let them. I mean, hot take, most things will eat you if you let them. Yeah, I mean, hot take, I'll eat my dog if I've got nothing to eat. That's what I'm saying. I don't think any dog eats a person because it's a fun time. Usually there's some kind of extenuating circumstances. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a pit bulls don't just eat people because like, it's a good time. Get used to the way of the world, guys. Yeah, because when the climate death happens, wow, it's hot. Podgasp is bringing you guys the truth that something needs to die for anything else to eat, for anything else to live. Well, well, I guess that is the way the world. I was going to say, what about plants? But I'm like, ah, things, yeah, something else things needs to die. Something, and we have to cut the plants. And it's all about it. energy, you guys. Man. That's science. A, that's a bummer. I wish one of your science friends were here. Yeah, Kyle's not here to... Actually, they're growing a meat in labs now. They're growing meat? Yeah, that doesn't seem that seems like a like, good zombie plot, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, but no, they're like growing it. They're like using like cow cells and like getting to duplicate into like flesh. Have you seen? We've talked about this before. Have you seen the uh, King Kong movie where they put a? I did. I they find another that. King Kong and they no. put a giant heart and so they they find another King Kong and they cut its heart out and put it in our King Kong and put a giant mechanical heart in the other King Kong. Instead of just giving the giant mechanical heart to our King Kong. That's a side. That's a side. Watch yeah. that one, whatever Which that one is. was it? Was it Skull Island? I don't know, man. Was it the new King Kong? Because now... No, no, it was an old one. Okay, because now, now they're doing the super things where they just name the movies what they are. Like no, Halloween I was definitely really young when I saw it, and I remember asking my dad, like, what are they doing? My dad's like, I don't know. Good question, son. <laughs> Um, so they're back in the green room again. Now it's just two people, and Amber asks Anton Yamamalabalak if um, he can finish his, like, pep story about the paintball. And it turns out when they went paintballing, they all got shot by these Marines, and he was like, my friend Derek just gave up and rushed to the Marines, like, Blitzkrieg-style. 
and just kills them all. Yeah. Like, basically, the point of it is, is if your tactics are expecting the other people to do nothing when you do something, their tactics fall apart, which is what they do. They paint their faces with Sharpie, and they shave their heads, and <laughs> the, um, Daniel, was Daniel? Or John, what's the other Nazi's name? Uh, Part of Brute Squad. John, Jonathan. Brandon. Yeah, Jonathan goes in with another guy with a goatee. Yeah, that's another thing. Man. Nazis like goatees. Yeah, well, I didn't notice he had a goatee until she, s- until he got sprayed with the, uh, oh, the fire, fire extinguisher, and, and I was like, that's like, a very clear goatee, goatee at this point. And they go in, and he's like, Anton Yavagalach is just yelling something. Yeah, and he, he jumps down into the hole. No, where- don't skip this part, because they're like... Who are you? And he's like, Odin, Odin himself. himself. And then jumps down. Oh, yeah. Anton Yelchin has also shaved his head, so they thought he was a skinhead for yeah, a second. Yeah, Anton Yelchin, is, he's, he's, he's lost it, as Yeah, he's really losing a lot of blood, and I don't think it's he's handling it well. I mean, I don't think that's the issue. I think there's another thing he's probably not no, handling No, I think well. his brain's not operating at 100% capacity, because... I'm losing a lot of blood. I'm just saying the blood thing isn't the issue. It's the seeing all your friends butchered. Nah, that'd be all right. <laughs> I think walk it off. Uh, so Anton Yelchin jumps in the hole. He's and like screaming and hitting stuff with a machete. Jonathan, yeah, he's like really putting on a good show. Because he's, uh, he's in a band. He's a performer. Yeah. And just, well, he's just a bassist, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they go for it, yeah. usually. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan and Goatee Man like look down in the hole and they're like, yeah, this guy's full of shit. This is definitely a trap. Yeah. They and, say it. They're like, this is a trap. Yeah, this is a trap. And uh, Jonathan Jonathan looks at Goatee Guy and says, hey, do you want to tell Patrick Stewart about that? Like, it being a trap? So Jonathan jumps down in the hole. But they're all terrified of Patrick Stewart. They do not want to disappoint Yeah, they're Dad. very scared of Cap, uh, Captain Patrick Picard. Stewart. Yeah. Captain Picard. <laughs> I almost called him Captain Stewart. Captain Stewart. They, they, there's, this comes up a few times where they don't want to disappoint Dad. Yeah, he's running the show, and they're worried about him. And uh, they jump down. And, uh, well, the, Jonathan jumps down. Yeah. And while Jonathan's down in the hole looking for Anton Yelchin, Amber f- crawls out of the couch cushions. <laughs> in a terrifying. She, I told scene. you guys, she's adorable. She's she she can fit in the couch. She she's fit, like she fits five in the couch cushions. Tiny tiny person, and she just sold. She craw- yeah, and she slits goatee guy's uh, neck open. She's dangerous with that box cutter. Yeah. So she kills uh, goatee man. And yells down that they only have three bullets in their shotgun. Yeah, which they mention yeah. a lot. Because like, oh, we only got three rounds in the shotgun. Wait, how many do we have? Four? No, three. Three rounds. Two? Uh, three. <laughs> and uh, they just kind of start counting off rounds. And Numbers with Nazis. <laughs> counting with the Nazis. They only count up to eight every time. We don't get it. And, like, at one point, Amber sprays down a bunch of, like, uh, what's that called? Fire extinguisher. Or fire extinguisher. They we really got to the- fight. They- they may not care about any other races, but god fire damn it, codes. fire safety yeah, they are all is important in this compound. She, like, drops down the fat goatee Nazi, and, like, Jonathan's like, I'm not going to shoot him. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, Jonathan's like, oh, I didn't fall for that. And then falls for the same trick in, like, the next minute, because she yeah. drops down her friend, she, and he shoots her leg. Yeah, she keeps just... Uh, Amber's bodies. really good at this. Yeah, Amber Amber's, um, if she wasn't a Nazi, she'd be a... a rooting for her but she is so I don't really care and she comes and she just pops Jonathan in the neck and the head oh yeah Anton Yeltsin and Jonathan are like fighting over the shotgun which has no rounds in it I thought no it has one now because um he put that shell in oh yeah uh, Anton Yeltsin puts a shell in with his limpy hand yeah so they're fighting over it uh Amber shoots Jonathan in the neck and in the head which is where Anton Yelchin is like, you really flabbergasted him. And we're yeah. like, that's not the word you use. 
But in the circumstances, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I did, didn't I? Yeah, I was going to say, there's really not much more. Um, they climb up the stairs, and the concert promoter is there, who is now cleaning the club. This poor guy. Yeah, so the guy's in his, uh, like, $200 Fred Perry polo. polo yeah, in, like, a le- uh rubber it's like he looks like one of the dudes from hostel honestly. yeah for sure yeah and he's like he's like oh, he has really made a mess of things he's, he's like i don't want to be a nazi anymore again i don't know if they don't want to be nazis they're just like maybe this killing people thing is just too much yeah well that's the funny part is that he's got his uh fred Perry shirt on on and like the buttons are opened up and you can see that the- what you couldn't see before now you can see that he has an iron eagle tattoo yeah you like because you're supposed to kind of like the guy and now they're like just in case you forgot yeah in case you forgot he was a nazi nazi and uh he is he's like he's like i don't want to do this i didn't know they were running a heroin operation yes which so- makes me mad that that's where everyone yeah, draws like, a line. what heroin we're only killing black people here (laughs) which is a plot too that they're sending out a batch of bad heroin because patrick stewart drops the n-word he calls it the n-word yeah because like when he hands up what's his face is like red laces he's like by the way he's like ignore that n-word dope he's like it's a bad batch going out oh shit that's why at the end of the movie there's that guy's dead laying there it's like to be like oh i didn't know he was dead yeah the one dude he's strung on heroin yeah he's supposed to be dead and we'll get back okay uh, we also missed the part that uh, Daniel and Emily, the reason they stab oh, Emily wow. in the head in yeah, the first place. Yeah, the whole plot of the movie. Is that Daniel, I guess, wanted to leave the Nazis, and Emily was like, yeah, we're going to leave at this song during this band. Miss Grinder. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Wunderwurf. It's like that's a not flesh. Right. F- f- flesh. Fun. No, no. It means meat grinder. Yeah. And, uh,. So they're like, yeah, we're going to leave, and Worm finds out about it, and he stabs her in the head. Yeah, and it turns out that, like, when they were leaving, they were bringing a bat with them that apparently was used, used in, in a crime. You don't really know. In a quotations, boot party. Oh, they said boot hats. They said boot party. Oh, and boot parties aren't good. The bat still has blood on it. Like, it's Jonathan's, like, and he says it's from last Easter, which I don't know what month this takes place in. But I wouldn't it, not but Easter, around there. Okay, guys. We watched this movie because Easter's coming up. Yeah, it's actually an Easter-themed movie in the grand scheme of things. No. Uh, so I'm assuming that it happened a year ago. Yeah. And, because of how close Easter is to us. And uh, <laughs> and he was like, it should have been sort of gotten rid of. Yeah, so he's got a bat that still has blood on it, and Jonathan's... Or not Jonathan, Daniel. Sorry, Jonathan's dead. Yeah. Daniel was like, yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to run away, and we're going to turn all of my Nazi friends in. Yeah, for being terrible people. Yeah. So Jonathan... Maybe a good guy. Again, I just would like to know if these people... Hey, you don't know what happened in his life. Maybe he made friends with someone. Maybe uh, his own perceptions were challenged and he and he dropped his guard and stopped like that uh, us versus them complex that... Maybe. I don't know. But often develop when... Where are, where are we? They bail. So they got uh, the... Promoter. Club promoter guy. I haven't written a sad boy Nazi because huh. he's turned into sad. Yeah, he's boy. pretty sad. He's, he's just kind of. I mean, he tired. looks pretty sad the he's, entire movie. He just he's looks like, tired now. Yeah, he looks like he really doesn't want to be dealing with anything the entire movie. Which is fair. If this just happened and they're like, "Hey, by the way, your job is to literally clean this up," I'd be yeah. like, I really "Apathetic don't. Nazi." Yeah, I'd be like, "I don't want to do this, guys." So the guy. So they were like, "Yeah, but you're going to show us where everyone else is," which at this point it's just Patrick Stewart, some other nameless Nazi, and then Derek the. Dog Nazi. Dog guy. Yeah. So uh, the uh, club promoter guy like walks them to where they're going to go, and he's like, can you guys just let me go? And they're like, yeah, okay. Well, it's because like, the girl threatens him. 
she's like, I will find you if you don't call the cops. And he seems like he's just like, I get it, whatever. Just he's please. like, yeah, for sure, you guys won. Yeah. You know what? I think in that scenario, like, they, they won. They were outnumbered, and they fought back pretty well. Yeah, and this guy's like, I give up, man. Yeah. I don't care anymore. And You know what? Political views are a lot less important. Yeah, I would. They, at this point, yeah, they're they're really holding on to that. I wouldn't have cared that much at that point. As soon as the guns came out, I'd be like, you know what, guys, politics isn't that important. Yeah, I mean, I don't really hold a lot of strong political views, but if one of my friends stabbed a person in the head, I'd be like, uh, this is a little intense. Yeah, this is not. This doesn't have anything to do with politics. I yeah, think. Uh, it looks almost like you guys are running a heroin smuggling operation hey oh oh plot point but um they're walking and they find a dog nazi and other nazi and they're like basically it turns out that darcy patrick stewart's character is like setting it up to make it seem like the uh kids um showed up and they were they were siphoning gas gas which again so the nazis all killed them massacre these people that was not normal killing that is straight but yeah so that's what it is they're like so they turned out and uh they show up but that was their plan and they're like, haha, we have your dog Nazi and your other Nazi, Patrick Stewart. And it just kind of ends. They shoot more. Well, they shoot. Is Derek the dog guy? Yeah, because Derek like, turns around real fast. He's yeah, like, we just need to talk. Derek, and he just gets And Derek lets go of the dog, and the dog runs away. And then they shoot uh, the other nameless Nazi uh, in his chest. He's done. And Patrick Stewart, they can do. They do what I would only describe as murking him. Yeah. They really murk him. Yeah, they just unload on him. Yeah, they shoot him a lot. And in the last second, man, dude, this movie could have been so different if what happens happens. Patrick Stewart falls, turns, gets domed. Yeah, and, and, the, yeah, and his big bald Nazi head. Fires off one of those Magnum rounds. And, and it, it misses. misses. What if this movie ended with that guy just getting just head rocked? That I would be is, so mad. That's my type of movie. See, I would be so mad because... Like it's a lot of work to end with that, but it doesn't. It just kind of hits behind him, and it makes you see the size of the round in that car. Yeah, it's big, and um, big gun. But then the camera like switches angles, and you see Worm uh, eating ramen noodles, watching like cartoons, and the other guy that you were talking about—they're both doped up. Oh yeah, but Worm is a big guy, and I think all the fentanyl in the world wouldn't do anything to that guy. (laughs) Legit elephant tranks will be needed. Yeah. So the other guy's dead. Worm's eating ramen. Tad's just vacuuming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tad, Tad the... the uh, Tour guy. Cousin just, from the beginning of the movie. He's I guess just the vacuuming whole point of it is apartment. to be like, while this all happened, the world yeah. went on. And uh, what... Uh, Sad Nazi, apathetic Nazi guy calls the cops. But I, I love the irony of this. It's kind of it was lost to me the first time that he has to show up to a migrant work camp. Oh, of I didn't just even Mexicans think about that. and be like, "We need the cops. The Nazis really messed up." Yeah, yeah. So and then the camera pans out, and Anton Yelchin and Amber are sitting on the ground together. And Anton Yelchin says, "Oh, I thought about what my uh, island desert man. island would be," and Amber says. Tell someone who gives a shit. So mad. I wanted her dead in that moment <laughs> after all this. And it's even worse. When Amber said her Desert Island band, she picked Slayer. Yeah. N- f- again, proves my point. Full Christian, what's your Desert Island band? Well, I would say it proves my point that Slayer's a Nazi band. I don't know much I, about Slayer. I, they, they, they're too weird for me. Um, Not weird because I like weird shit. I don't know my Desert Island band. I think The Clash, honestly. The Clash? Because you're, you're getting a bunch of genres with it. I'm going to go with Jim Croce? I don't know who that is. Wow. Sounds like a dude who it 
implemented a bunch of laws to keep black people separate but equal. Uh, yeah. No, quite the, quite the opposite. I think Jim Croce was some sort of Middle Eastern. No. He is, he played in America and a lot of, he's, he sings Time in a Bottle. Uh, if I could save time. Oh, that's, that's him? Yeah. Oh, that's, I wouldn't have guessed that. Fantastic. Yeah, at least it's not the Misfits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was a Green Room. Man, Green Room's a move. It, not that good of a movie. It second. hits you really hard if you're in the specific, like... If you've ever toured or yeah. just played in a punk if band. If you like, were ever in a band, you're like, that could happen to me. But then you watch it again and you're like, that would Wouldn't never work. happen to me because I'm not a idiot fucking chungus again if i would have went in the room and saw the dead girl i would have been like i see nothing please let us go here's the money back i wouldn't have even walked into the room first of all i wouldn't have shown up to the show yeah there's the first big thing is you've been like you can play this nazi show the guy was like like, uh yeah you can end your tour now or you can get go play 300 dollars is what i'd be like yeah i'm going home yeah we can just also, I would not have loaded out during the middle of another band's set because that's rude. And if you've ever done They're that, black metal Nazis, though. They're black metal Nazis. Yeah, uh, it's art. Shut up. No, it's not. Black metal is <laughs> such a bad genre. There's like two good black metal. I bands. still hear Michael Jackson every goddamn day of my life at work. Dude, I don't know how. I mean, how blank coffee shop has not purged Michael Jackson from the two playlist the entire time. <laughs> two beefs. They continue to put Michael Jackson on this playlist. I don't know. But yeah, uh, the end of the movie, you kind of realize like Anton, because he starts to like build toward that dynamic where you're like, yeah, Anton Yelchin and this girl that looks like Grimes are going to live happily ever after. <laughs> no, she's still a bad, and person. she's still a shitty person. I would like to know if this like shakes your belief in any way. That at the end of the day, you being white didn't matter to them. It doesn't seem like it does to her, though. You think I it know. does. Where she's like, yeah, oh, these Nazis killed my friend, but... And my boyfriend. Yeah, so... It, or wait, no, no, just her friend. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, she's like, yeah, I'm still a Nazi, fuck you. Yeah, like, that. I, that's terrible. Whatever. Moral of the story is Nazis are always bad, and they're probably selling heroin. Don't... The tour's not worth it. If you're gonna go near Portland, just go into Portland and play the shows. Yeah, just play in Portland and, and wear your weird hat and your coveralls and, and be on social media you're not that cool for not yeah, having set a Facebook up an Instagram the government's not watching you you asshole and here's the thing they are anyway like yeah. would you you Even think they are, the full so force self important you think the government's watching your Instagram well, that's what I'm saying you think the full force of the United States Intelligence Agency isn't gonna keep tabs on you if you don't have a Facebook yeah it's uh, the same so people. if okay so if the NSA is watching you through the com- like the camera in your laptop and they're watching you masturbate you think they care about you masturbating? That's what I'm saying. It's the same people who are like, I keep my a- my AR-15 to fight the government. Your AR-15 is not going to do shit to that M1 Abrams tank. Your punk band's not that important. I I don't know, man. Have you ever seen Red Dawn? No. Should we do Red Dawn next? No, nah, no. We're doing actually the next time you hear from Kagan. We'll be doing Jason X next. My favorite movie of all time. We're gonna. Have you seen all the Friday the Thirteenth? I've seen Jason X. No, man. <laughs> I was thinking about all the stuff we're gonna talk about. This is a bummer. I've seen maybe the second <sighs> or third one. I saw a guy getting chopped in half while he's doing while he's walking that's on his the hands. Third one, man. That's a bummer. I was thinking about all the fun stuff we could talk about, like the cannon. Yeah. Well, Friday. I don't watch Friday the Thirteenth because I'm not a fucking asshole i've i've seen halloween like a normal person shut up <laughs> shut up okay this, this was kagan i was christian this is the podcast well you'll hear kagan eventually the next time i don't know if kyle comes back in we might split the episodes up i know you people like them thank you for having me yeah thank you for being here dude um and special thanks to uh three bear studios who sent me my mixer 
kind of a sponsor. They're pretty awesome. You can check them out at threebearstudios.com. And then another special thanks, I got to make sure I get this right, is we have a Instagram influencer who really likes our band. Like an actual or band. influencer? An actual influencer. Like in- someone whose job it is to be an influencer? I, I don't know, but they're really big in like the Instagram horror community. So Wait, hoarder community? Horror. Her, her, oh. like her movies. like there are people who just take a pic like take pictures of their junk tunnels and they're like <laughs> their junk look at tunnels how much OCD I have yeah oh <laughs> uh, no special I should really dial it back like making fun of people's mental illness Unless is considered my I was gonna be coming from you yeah yeah okay especially uh, thanks special especially thanks special thanks to Kimberly Kayla an awesome person who posts about us and who's awesome so give her a follow on instagram she's pretty cool the dude who played art the clown and terrifier is one of her friends if you ever seen terrifier it's on that i heard your episode on terrifier do you listen to us all yeah, i've listened Earth to the, the podcast yeah it's a pretty fun movie but okay cool we'll see you guys next time jason x is what uh Kagan and i will talk about so keep being awesome and stay spooky